they have time for one more. I expect the ball to be in the end zone somewhere at this at this stage. They got he's got to protect to give him a couple more steps in the backfield. Trips to the right, one wide receiver to the left. Pastor drops back, plenty of time. He's going to heave it towards the end zone. It's going to make it to the goal line. It's up and it's going to be knocked down by a Shemokin defender as the first half clock winds out. That was Weary down there able to knock it down to the turf. And with that play, that ends the first half. Seals Grove will go into the locker room here at Kemp Memorial Stadium leading 7-0 over the Shemokin Indians. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107. Eagle107.com on the Sunbury Broadcasting Sports Live YouTube channel. Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford, Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at BlazeAlexanderFord.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. There is so much family fun at Cole Stoney Hill Tree Farm, like the 50 huge outdoor games right here on the lawn. Yes, I know. Cole Stoney Hill Tree Farm has hundreds of pumpkins in the pumpkin patch, too. Oh, well, there you are at the corn cannon. Oh, I bet the pumpkin chunk and giant slingshot snacks. You're seeing this just right. Oh, stop running. You're going to get... No, thank everybody. Lost in the maze. I'm just going on a hayride alone. Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm, Mexico Road, Milton, and Cole'sStonyHill.com. Corn maze will be open September 17th through November 7th. Now that I'm buying my first home, the folks at Nori Bank have been incredibly helpful. Anytime I have questions, I've got Brenda. She's just a phone call away. When it comes to my retirement planning, I've got Jared. I'm ready to open a savings account for my grandson. And I've got Tim. I've got Robin. I've got Rose. For all of my banking needs, I've got Nori Bank. The right people, the right solutions, the right bank. The Northumberland National Bank. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram on Route 61 in Sunbury has always put the customer first. Because of the great support from all over the valley, Zimmerman's is well into their second century of serving their customers. Bob Zimmerman and his staff always do their best to break the stereotype. That pressured, uneasy feeling that you felt while buying your last vehicle doesn't exist at Zimmerman's. Zimmerman's is the full-service dealership you want. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Kent Memorial Stadium here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, and on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel as Seals Grove goes into the locker room, leading 7-0 over the Shemokin Indians. Looking at the rundown of scoring, obviously just one score in the game, and fortunately for the Seals, it came from Pastor to Gavin Bastion on a 58-yard touchdown reception. It came with 9.33 to go in the first quarter which completed a three-play, 59-yard drive, taking 52 seconds. Seals Grove has not really threatened since then. Schmokin has on a couple drives, but the defense continues to come up big, and it's something that, Steve, you continue to mention about the red zone defense for the Seals Grove Seals. They may, and we've been saying it's supposed to be covered since 2009, there is a bend-but-not-break mentality on Derek 
uh, Hicks's defense throughout the years, and it showed up again here tonight, and one of them came on right now, which is a candidate for the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, and that was a sack on Nye that took him all the way back to midfield. Yep. And, and, and the speed up front for the Seals Grove defensive front, along with the linebacker mix that we have, Schmokin's very big, probably not too mobile on their offensive line, and, and Seals Grove's just going right by him. When Shemokin has success offensively. It's been it's been the pass game. It's been the long pass. I think there was a breakdown in coverage on this last one. Um, there was an underthrown pass earlier that was about a twenty, I think uh, twenty eight yard pass play. Other than that, Seals Grove shut them down and, and frankly shut them out. It's seven nothing. I think a bigger question. They've got to get through. I called a funk of critical mistakes in critical timing and and pat you know that as much as anybody it's stay focused it seems like when the you know they're ratcheting up the intensity maybe a little bit of adversity we get a holding penalty we get a uh, a procedure penalty i don't know what happened on that that critical one earlier if guys if they were lined up improperly i don't know but it's always something Hmm. and that's got to you know that's killing them it should really be a 14 nothing, maybe even more uh, game at this point because they are doing some really good things. I think Mark Pastor is is growing up. Uh, made one poor pass here earlier that kind of skipped on a three-step drop where he didn't didn't step into him. It was just kind of like, a, uh, and then the next two plays, he really zipped it uh, once he saw them. Doing some really good things. They've got the slant game. They're running the football. Shemokin has taken away the perimeter runs that the Seals have been doing well the first two weeks. But that's about it. I, I think there's still a lot that they can do. They've uh, Seals Grove has opened up their offense uh, quite a bit, especially with formation. And that Gives them opportunities. For example, Shemokin, they're playing zero coverage. That's man across the board. To adapt to the open sets, they're kicking linebackers out. That means there's only one linebacker in the box at times. So that's their answer, they mean in Shemokin, to the the new sets that Seals Grove showing them. It's just a a matter of executing, staying focused, staying disciplined to continue the drive so that the chains keep moving. That's what has to happen. Well, and you talk about it in terms of when it comes up, there's not a lot of calls or a lot of play calls that you can do to <laughs> overcome a third and 20-plus. And Seals Grove has been faced with that uh, lots of times throughout the yeah. season. It's a lot to ask. And the other part about it, and from a play calling standpoint, you'll hear from any offense coordinator, the game's about flow, yes. and it's about gut. What do we want here? And when you're dealing with those untimely penalties or a sack or a miss a snap exchange between center and quarterback, boy, it just takes away from that flow of what you want to do. You know, you prepare yourself as offense coordinator. Okay, what am I going to call on second and seven? Or what am I going to call third down and two? But when you're faced, as you say, to try to overcome third and 20-plus, there's not a lot of offense coordinators that practice that during the week to say, okay, this is the play we're going to run if we're faced in that situation. And as you said, it just takes from the flow, the momentum, and what you're feeling. And also it takes away from the enthusiasm that we saw last That's week. Right. You're not seeing a lot of That's that today right. That's right. because of that same thing. Enthusiasm, nothing great happens without enthusiasm. So if you don't have that to go along with it, it also takes away from the feel of the team. Uh, I always used to say this. 
Have fun with what you're doing. Last week they did. The first part of this week we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it just seems like, oh, man, what's going to happen to stop yeah. us? I don't want to be negative. That's not the point here. It's reality of what has to change to keep the chains moving because what we said earlier, the defense is on the field way too much. Mm-hmm. And and that bend but don't break, you know, a 7 nothing game, a mistake here and there, you know, and it's a ball game. Exactly what happened last week. So that's what a young team has to overcome. And, and I, I'm the coaches are telling them right now. Sure. We're at halftime. We're at Kent Memorial Stadium here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Sports Live YouTube channel. Seals Grove leading 7 nothing Saturday afternoon football. And as you mentioned, the heat definitely a factor here. Kids are used to playing and practicing in the evenings. And today they're playing in midday game here so they're going to be in the locker room not only talking about x and o's but also getting a lot of fluids rehydrating trying to stay away from potential cramps and and those kinds of things uh so that's what we got going on here at halftime again going to go down the stats and and do a lot more next week seals grove will be at home taking on the berwick bulldogs and of course you'll be able to hear that on these same very channels eagle 107 eagle107.com and on the sbc sports live youtube channel again that's next week as the Seals Grove Seals would be back home at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field taking on the Berwick Bulldogs. Now it's time to turn to this week's Seals Athletic Rundown with our speed reporter, Murphy O'Brien. The week started off with the boys' soccer team beating East Juniata 2-1 in an overtime but fell to Hollidaysburg 3-2, while the girls' soccer team defeated Belfont 6-2 but fell in a tight loss to Hollidaysburg 2-1. Later in the week, the boys' team tied Lower Dolphin 4-4 but added another win on the season with a 2-1 victory over Warrior Run. The girls' team came up just short with a 3-2 loss in overtime to Warrior Run. The golf team swept Newport and Schick. They beat Newport 182-190 and beat Schick 167-238. They also added a win against Mifflinburg later in the week. The girls' and boys' cross-country teams open up their seasons this week. The girls' team won two of three in their meet in Lewisburg, while the boys dropped two of three. The girls' tennis team competed their match with Shikolimi with a 4-1 win. The field hockey team beat Mifflinburg in their season opener 5-1. This is Murphy O'Brien. Join me each week for the Seals Athletic Rundown on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Blaze Alexander Nissan has the new Nissan you want, in stock or on the way. Looking for the newly redesigned 22 Pathfinder? We have four in stock and many more on the way. Reserve yours today. Need a truck? Reserve the all-new 22 Nissan Frontier coming soon. Looking for used? We have the largest pre-owned Nissan inventory ever. And they're priced to sell. The time is now to save. Check us out online at alexandernissan.com or stop and shop Alexander Nissan. We're taking deals the other guys won't. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glix installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glix Heat and Glow products. No heat? Better call McCreary. Furnace is broke. Better call McCreary. Boiler not boiling? Better call McCreary. Heat pump tune-up for winter. Already? Yep, already. Better call McCreary. 
service repair installations. Call us because we're the best. McCreary's HVAC. Oh, and even R for refrigeration. Better call McCreary's. Call 570-473-8815 or on that device of yours, McCreary'sHVACInc.com. Better call McCreary's. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life, and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live, and whatever your sport, Shimoka Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shimoka Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. This is Eagle 107. Welcome back to Kemp Memorial Stadium. Pat O'Brien along with Steve Briggs and our stat guy, Zach Showers. As the Seals Grove Seals sit at halftime, leading 7-0 over the Shemokin Indians. A lone score coming on a 58-yard touchdown reception by Gavin Bastion from sophomore quarterback Mark Pastor. Their career first for both of them. And it was a big play to complete a three-play 59-yard drive. The sophomore Carter Young kicked the extra point. Seals Grove leading 7-0 at this point over the Schmokin Indians. Hey, do you remember this game as we look back to the 2009 game against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs? It was on October 30th. Seals Grove would race out to an easy win over the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, and it started on a Corey Briggs six-yard touchdown run with 6.31 to go in the first quarter. It was Chuck making a big catch in that one. The extra point good, 7-0 lead for the Seals. And then Corey Briggs would add another touchdown run. 31-yard touchdown run. Showed his elusiveness as he's able to take it into the end zone. And Matt Ruby had a big catch in that drive. The extra point good, again, by Hotelling. And Seals Grove led 14-0 back in 2009 over the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. And then Kyle Chuck would get in the scoring column as Corey Briggs was involved in that touchdown as well. 11-yard touchdown reception to his tight end. The Kaiser had a big play and Reinert as well in that drive. The extra point good and Seals Grove led 21-0 on October 30th back in 2009 over the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. We'd have our Shimoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game when Casey Kantz picked up an 18-yard fumble recovery. Myers on heavy pressure on that one. Extra point once again good and Seals Grove led 28-0 with 2.49 to go in that first half. Jersey Short would get on the board. Barnhart, a 69-yard touchdown reception to cut the lead to 28-7. But then it was all Seals Grove Seals. As Corey Briggs would get on the board again, a one-yard touchdown run with nine seconds to go in the first half. 35-7 lead at halftime for the Seals. And then Kyle Reiner, a 44-yard touchdown run. O-line making uh, big holes for the 1,000-yard rusher, uh, Kyle Reinert, as he was able to get on the board, and Seals led 42-7. Kyle Shuck get on the board again, 25-yard touchdown reception. Briggs had a huge run in that game, or in that drive, setting up the touchdown pass to Kyle Shuck. They led 49-7 at the end of the third quarter. And then Eric Eaton would add his name into the scoring column on a 30-yard touchdown run with 434 to go. Matt Ruby had an interception that set that possession up. No attempt on the extra point. Seals Grove led 55-7, and that would be the final score back in 2009. October 30th, 2009, when Seals Grove beat Jersey Shore 55-7. That was in the midst of the Seals Grove undefeated state championship season back in 2009. 2009 as Seals Grove would beat up on Jersey Shore with that 55-7 win. 
Do you remember that game? I wasn't there, Pat. Uh, unfortunately, on all the speed that Corey has, he got from his mother. Because, okay? uh, uh, you know, it's amazing, all those names that you're saying there. Those kids are 30 years old now. Isn't that something? That is incredible. Mm. That's really something. But it's part of the Seals Grove history, right? Great year. Well, as both teams, absolutely, we enjoyed that run. 16-0 in 2009, won the state championship, beating Mannheim Central 10-7. As Seals Grove, uh, like I said, wrapped up an undefeated season. Both teams, Gray, take the field, Gray, start the second half. We're at halftime. Seals Grove leading 7-0. Come back, we'll give you the stat rundown as we get ready for the second half. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. This is Will Marks, General Manager at Murray Motors Chevrolet. We are coming off our best-selling season ever. Why? Because we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best selection of custom trucks, sports cars, and new inventory arriving daily. We're the only dealer to offer a lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. So let's set it straight. We have the best price and best warranty, period. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Sealands Grove, or on Online at MurrayChevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. That's a touchdown good for four points. Huh? They're going to mark off this penalty at least 112 yards. What is going on? Numbers matter, and they matter most when it comes to your money and income taxes. I'm Bill Booker, CPA, and I'm in my second decade of serving clients in the Seals Grove area. Please visit me for all of your personal and business income tax needs. My office, William D. Booker, CPA, is located at 530 South Market Street. I look forward to assisting you. As a proud Seals Grove parent and resident, I want to wish good luck to all of the Seals Grove Seals and Susquehanna River Hawk sports teams. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey, right? You bet, my dear, you bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. Join WNL Subaru as they celebrate Labor Day and fair savings all month long. We have hundreds of vehicles arriving this month, so be sure to stop in or check out our website for availability. Take advantage of great savings and financing rates as low as 0.9% on select 2021 models and reserve your new Subaru today. We're off Route 11 in Northumberland and we'll be on C Avenue during the Bloomsburg Fair where you can check out the new 2022 models and register to win a WNL tailgate package. Details at WNLSubaru.com. Financing is for well-qualified applicants and ends 9-30-21. Eagle107.com As we get ready for the second half, Pat O'Brien, Steve Briggs, Zach Showers here from Kent Memorial Stadium. Seals Grove leading 7-0. Taking a look at the stats handed to me by our stat man, Zach Showers. Both teams, five first downs in that first half. Both teams have run 28 plays as well in that first half. Rushing yards, not much to talk about. Seals Grove, seven, and Shemokin, six. In the passing department, Seals Grove, 130 yards. They're most uh, throughout the season so far. A big one coming on the 58-yard touchdown reception by Gavin Bastion, holding Shemokin just to 81 yards in the passing department. So total yards, Seals Grove, 137, Shemokin, 87. Penalties down. Seals Grove just two penalties and Schmokin three. No turnovers in that first half. Look at individual numbers. First in the rushing department, 
Max Madden, seven carries for just 16 yards. Frosch, carry, uh, four carries for five yards. The quarterback for Shemokin, six of 11 for 81 yards. Cedar has three catches for 37 yards. Weary has one catch for 29 yards. For the Seals, Grove Seals, Heil, four carries for 10 yards. Teets, five carries for minus one yard. Pastor, six for 15, 130 yards and a touchdown. He's got it to Bastion for that touchdown reception, who has two catches for 77 yards. Almond has two catches for 15, and Heil, one catch for 26 yards. That's the look at the numbers from the first half. Again, handed to us by our stat man, Zach Showers. Get ready for the second half. Seals Grove will get the ball to start the second half. They lead 7-0. Dropping back will be Nate Almond and also Tucker Teets standing outside their own 10-yard line. So, not expecting a, a boom of a kick here by the Schmokin Indian kickoff guy. Number one, I don't have a number one on my roster. Yeah, I'll just look for that. No, nope, but we don't have that. So, But Seals Grove will start the second half with the ball here, trying to get good field position, see if they can ride the momentum they had towards the end of that first half, which is another good thing to talk about. As you see, the offense starting to get things going. They've added Connor Grove into the passing department, which helps, and it's along with Almit and Bastion. Second half is underway. It's a swim kick. goes off the side of the foot, and it's going to be a flag on the play as I don't think that was intentional as our number one kicker did not meet that ball, and he's kind of looks like he's hopping a little around on that right ankle. Pat, that, that's either going to be an offsides. Yep, they're going to say it's an offsides. Okay. Right. Because if it didn't go 10 yards, they don't blow it. Seals Grove would have had an opportunity to, to take the ball right, right there. Right there, yeah. So... They just marked it five yards back. So it's going to be. So it actually goes to the benefit of the Shemokin Indians because had Seals Grove, as you mentioned, been able to just take the ball where it was, they would have had it in at Shemokin territory. But now that penalty goes against, and now they bring number nine in. So Hasaski will now kick this one away. So not sure exactly what happened there if they actually were intending to try to kick a swift kick, but. Anyway, we look at it. Number nine will come out and kick this one away as Almit and Tucker Teets will line up at their own 15-yard line. This will be Almit at the 25, 30, trying to race to the right side. Going to be hit by Hockenbrock and then slammed to the turf there along with Wisdom Artist Jones. Seals Grove will have good field position to start the second half as they'll have it at their own. Look like they're going to mark it about the 37-yard line. So good field position for the Seals to start the second half. And that was interesting. That was if why why because that was a pretty decent kick by that by uh, what you say Carson. Uh, that one, yeah, Ososki. Yep. Oh, yeah, it was a good kick, and you noticed that the uh, return guys actually moved back further, even though it was a penalty against Shemokin. So they're going with that quad set again, split to the left for the Seals. Pastor drops back. Quick throw out to Ahmed. Looking to get a block. Does, but going to be hit. Spins away for defender at the 39. Still going, and now there's going to be a flag on the play. Yeah, Two was, flags are going to be thrown, and it's yeah. going to look to go against Brandon Heil. Coming back. Heil, Heil trying to make a play. That was that was definitely clip in the back. Uh yeah, it's going to go against the Seals Grove Seals. It gives a chance to, again, remind you, across our country today, Americans come together in service and remembrance of 9-11. The Eagle 107 broadcast team also joins in remembrance of nearly 3,000 lives taking the terror attacks. We honor the courage of those who put themselves in harm's way to save people they never knew. We come together in gratitude for the strength and the fortitude of us across the, U the last 20 years. 
and we renew our love and strength that binds us together as an American family on this remembrance of 9-11 on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Penalty against the Seals are driving back inside their own 35-yard line. They'll mark it about the 33. Shotgun formation for Pastor. Takes a snap. Gets a pressure. Tries to step away from a guy. Will not be able to. Coming off the left side of that defense is Lynch, and he's able to get to Pastor. So now back-to-back negative plays for the Seals on the offensive side. What happened? A penalty, the adversity steps in. Again, this is the critical point that they got to—they have to overcome. Now it's second down, and it looks like 22, 21. Just underway here in the second half. Seals Grove leading 7-0 over the Schmokin' Indians. Seals Grove get the first offense possession for either team to start the second half. Five receivers to each side. Pastor under center. Eye formation behind him. Blitz coming. Deep man. Heil gets the call. Trying to get away from Frosch, unable to, taken down to the 27-yard line. So it's going to be a third down and forever for the Seals. Again, go back to what we talked about at halftime in the pregame. What kind of plays do you draw up that are going to be a third down and, and 15, 16-plus? Not many. It's tough. It puts them on their heels a bit. Frosch is a really good linebacker. Uh, again, unblocked. And... It goes without saying. There's not a bunch of things you can do in this set. Pastor under center. Blitz coming. Movement up front. And hopefully Seals were able to hold their, hold themselves a 65, jumped on the left side. That'll give Seals grow five yards. Well short of a first down, obviously, but able we'll to walk it. the ball up a little bit. Absolutely, under these situations. And we talk about flipping fields now. You know, if, if you don't get anything out, you gain five yards and Carter Young has put the ball well for the Seals Grove Seals, so if they're unable to pick up a first down here, you feel comfortable with gaining that extra five yards should they have to punt this one away. Frosh is lined up on the right side. He's going to come off that linebacker. Nope, that's Hockenbrock. He's coming, but he doesn't get there. Oh, it makes the catch at the 45. Using his speed into smoking territory. Down to the 45-yard line. A big play from sophomore quarterback to senior receiver Nate Ahmed. Pat, as we said earlier in the game, Shemokin's not taking that play away. That's there. That's there on both sides of the formation. Uh, uh, stay with it. Stay with it. And that this looked is... really good. That was good timing on the cut. Got rid of it, like you said. 23-yard reception for senior Nate Almond from Pastor as he adds to his career-high numbers here from the passive department for sophomore quarterback Mark Pastor. First down in Shemokin territory at the 45-yard line. Pastor turns, gives it to the fullback. That's Olthout. He's going to bull his way inside the 40 down to the 38-yard line and a good run by the fullback. But Olthout coming off, calling for a sub to come in for him as he was just trying to muscle his way to the 38-yard line. Does get to the 39-yard line, and Olthout is coming to the sideline. That's where we have to see that enthusiasm, that confidence. Okay, remember what we said earlier. Seals Grove on defense making a play. There's ten people, nine people. Shemokin, there's one or two. Second down and short. Drop it back as Pastor. Looking for Nate Almond in and out of his hands. And truly not sure if there was going to be much there. But Almond had a lot of purple shirts around him. But it's going to bring up a third down and five. Caught it four with 8.52 to go here in the third quarter. Seals Grove up 7-0, trying to pick up this first down to keep this drive moving. Pat, are we in four-down territory at this point? I think what I've seen from Derek, not 
So he's he's enjoyed watching Carter Young trying to pin the opponent deep in their own territory, and I think he'll want to play defense as your defense coordinator is your head coach. He makes the decisions regarding his defense. Pastor under center. Hopefully we won't have to worry about that. Drop it back as Pastor. Getting some pressure. He's got Bastion coming back to the ball, unable to make the connection. Well defended that time by Pencil. Falls out of bounds. Incomplete. And it will be a fourth down and four for the Seals. And Carter Young will jog out to punt this one away. You were right. You were right there. He's going to try to pin him short. They're leading 7 nothing. are the Seals. I want to mention Log and Schlager. Is playing on the offensive line. Didn't play last week, but with Melhorn out, Loggenschlager 75 is playing along that offensive line for the Sealers Grove Seals. But right now it's a punting situation. As Carter Young looking for the good snap here. It's a high snap, but he's able to get it under some pressure. Gets rid of it. It's going to be a short, high kick. Hopefully get a good roll. Will not. And it's going to not get a good roll that time. It'll be touched down there by the Seals Grove Seals. Teague Hoover. The ball will sit at the 23-yard line. Schmokin will come out on offense, trailing 7-0 against these Seals Grove Seals. Seals Grove looking to get the first win of the season. They're 0-2. The last time Schmokin played on Saturday, two weeks ago against Lewisburg, they got the 6-3 win. Well, they're seeing a very similar type game here with Seals Grove leading 7-0 over the Indians. We'll keep an eye on big plays here. We call them the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. See if the defense can come up with a big one here. Nye turns. Give it to the deep man. That's Madden. Makes his way beyond the 25 out to the 27-yard line. So a good run by the Indians on that one. Going to be stopped short of a first down. It'll be a second down and medium for the Indians. It looks like like he gained about four yards. Good play on Shemokin's part. I I think they're Doing a nice job, Shemokin, with the inside running game. They're going to send a wide receiver split to the left this time on a second down and six for the Indians. Lone back in the backfield is Madden. Frosch goes in motion, going to hand it to Frosch. Squeezes between the tackles, falls forward to the 32-yard line. It'll be short of a first down. So it'll set up a third down and a big defensive play for the Seals in this third down and short for the Smoking Indians, trying to move the chains. Clock continues to run here in the third period, 7.40 to go. Seals Grove leading 7-0. Third and short. Less than a yard. Carlson's going to move to the right and bring Brandon Heil to the left. Ethan Miller up front. They're going to go straight up. The front of Brandon Heil blows it up. Brandon Heil came off the left edge and just blew Madden off his feet to stop him on that third down and short. We're talking about backbreaker plays of the game. Big play, Pat. That is a backbreaker. Madden pops up because he's a big, strong, tough kid. But, boy, biggest hit we've seen all year, and it comes off the edge by none other than your senior, Brandon Heil. Can't say enough. What we've seen from this senior linebacker, they moved him to that side. He came off unblocked as you talk about how you not block this kid. Says a lot about who he is and also about how they've been aligning him up. And it forces a punting situation. Hockerbrock drops back. T- Tucker will stand at the 38. Watch high on this. Watch high on this play, Pat. He's coming off the left side. Trying to get there. He's not able to. Does a great job to avoid hitting the punter. Good roll this time. Tucker T's run over. Picked it up off the turf. He's in smoking territory. Up the right sideline. Got Hockenbrock to beat. He does. Five. And there's a flag on the play all the way back at the 45. 
five-yard line. And the way Teague Hoover's talking about it to the officials, it looked like it's going to be called against him and take away a punt return that would have been a touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. I'd really like to see that on film. And Derek Hicks is letting the official here on the near side chit-chat it about again. As this is going to call back, which would have been a pump return off the turf by Tucker Teets. As Teague Hoover is giving a thumbs down to the officials. And he's got to walk off the field, so let's not pick up anything here. But as they're going to chit-chat about that, I'm going to remind you that you can hear the Philadelphia Eagles all season long on Eagle 107, Merrill Reese and Mike Quick. Eagles open the season Sunday at Atlanta. The pregame starts at noon, kickoff at 1 on Eagle 107. You can now access high school football scoreboard from the SBC app menu. Click on the menu icon, go to scoreboard on the top. Now listeners can click on the app, see the scores. Also, you can click on the podcast to get the game archives, other station podcasts, including Glove Stories with Murph. So okay. a penalty against the Seals, and you talk about now, how's the composure? Forget, how does it forget about, forget about that? you got great field position at the your own 40-yard line, leading 7-0. Pastor under center, takes the snap, gives it to the fullback, straight up the middle. Not The line's not going to move much there. Good job up front by that Schmokin defense led by the unknown number 65 as he gets up, and he's a, he's a dude. Yes, he is. As I'm sure Derek would explain it. Fields tips. He's he's the biggest person maybe in the stadium. I think he's uh, ruining the 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 field, the crown of the field, because he's pushing down in the middle of the field. Number sixty. Trying to hear what the PA guys. We got to catch that name. He's uh, he's an impact guy in the middle of that defense. Pick up a one, second down and nine for the Seals. Pastor drops back. He's got some time. Look it over the middle. Nate Altman makes the catch. Runs away from Weary. Still going up the right sideline. Shakes it up. Gets rid of Senior. Still going to the 10. Down to the six-yard line goes Senior. No flags on the play. And a big play by your senior receiver, Nate Almond. Great poise by Mark Pastor right there. Great catch and run by Nate Almond. Got rid of three defenders on that and was almost able to take the house. Big play for the Seals all the way down. A 63-yard reception by Nate Ahmed takes it down to the seven-yard line, six-yard line for the Seals. First down, goal to go, trying to add to their 7-0 lead. Ahmed will come out on this play, sending Connor Grove to the right, Gavin Bastian to the left. Give it to the deep man, Heil, trying to drag defenders to the five. He's going to get one on that. It'll be a second down, goal to go from the five. One or two. Gavin Frosh had to play. Gavin made the play for the Shemokin Indians. Frosh is a good linebacker. Yes, you mentioned that early on. He fights off guys. Good, solid linebacker for Shemokin. Makes a big play there after the one-yard pickup. Gavin Bastion, lone reception on the day for the touchdown, where Seals Grove leads 7-0. Right now, trying to add to it at the Shemokin five-yard line. Following an eight-armed catch and long run to put Seals Grove in business. First, second down goal to go from the five. Gives it to the fullback. This is Ethan Miller. He's to the two, and is going to be tackled there. Down about the one-yard line goes Ethan Miller. Good push by that offensive line up front. Great job giving it a push. It'll be a third down goal to go from the one-yard line for the Seals Grove Seals. I, uh, you said it. 
you saw a bunch of white butts pushing a bunch of tall, heavy, purple <laughs> jerseys right there. The offensive line came off the ball. Rothamall at center. Straub, the left guard, along with Max Maurer, Loggenschlager. Pitch this time. Going to go to Ohio. Off the right. Trying to stretch to the goal line. He does. Touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. Nice drive, man. Nice drive. Probably the best drive of the year. And, and Steve, worth mentioning, remember, we thought it was a kick or a punt return for a touchdown. Seals Grove had to compose himself. Couldn't get up, caught up in the referees and what they didn't call or didn't call. That shows a lot of growth in this offense as they're able to pick up the touchdown following what they thought was a kick punt return. You betcha. They, they defeated adversity on that drive right there. That was the best drive of the season. As Young will tap the extra point here off the rice hole. The kick is off plenty of distance. It sails through for the extra point for the Seals Grove Seals as they increase their lead to 14-0 over the Shemokin Indians with 3.40 to go here in the third period. From what I'm seeing in Shemokin's offense, I don't think they have the, the attack when they're down by 14 points to come back quickly. Now, we'll see what they do, but based on what I've seen today and the prior two weeks, it's a lot of power running, some play action off of it, some three-step. Let's see how what they do against the Seals the remaining three minutes of the third and then uh, the fourth quarter. This is, this is a critical time. I keep saying that, but it's a critical time for, of the season for Seals Grove. Right here. Let's see what they do after Getting that touchdown to increase their lead, like I said, they've increased their lead to 14-0, coming off the longest drive of the year, surpassing their drive from earlier in the game that went for 59 yards. This goes for 60 yards on five plays, covering two minutes, 38 seconds. It comes with 340 to go in the third quarter as Brandon Heil takes it from one yard out for the touchdown. The extra point good. Seals Grove leading 14-0. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. So Seals Grove, with the way the defense has played in the first two games, feeling pretty good. They haven't given up more than 12 points on the season, 12 points to Pottsville in the opener, nine last week to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. They lead 14-0 over the Shemokin Indians as Young kicks us it away. Cedar will take it at his nine, take it off the turf. He's at the 15. Gets away from two guys. He's got some room. Still going. Teague Hoover grabs around the way, says. Cedar's able to take it all the way to the 46-yard line. So Shemokin trying to offset the touchdown by the Seals in the 14-0 lead. They do well there by getting great field position all the way outside of their 45 at the 46-yard line. And that's scary because that Cedar had a 70-yard kickoff return a week ago against Central Mountain. You've seen this in, in football yet. A returner bobbles the ball, and it kind of messes up the the sink, the in sync of the coverage. So that, that, that's probably what happened on that play right there. So Schmokin comes out, trailing 14 nothing with 3.31 to go in the third. Nye under center. Look like people. personnel issues here as Nye's going to have to call a timeout there as he was looking to the sideline, looking for and Madden was trying to help him out as well, but... We didn't get that there. So it will be a timeout taken. Last checkup we had, Susquehanna leading Franklin and Marshall 7 nothing. Trying to update here. See, they say 12.48 to go in the third quarter, just 7 nothing. as the Susquehanna Crusaders look to try to improve to 2-0. and You saw them play a week ago, Steve. Susquehanna 
and uh, they look impressive in their opener a week ago with a win over Lycoming. I have to correct you. I have to correct Susquehanna is no longer the Crusaders. Oh. And, and I'll probably get a couple pats on the back for saying that. But the River. The River Hawks, you got it. Inside joke, people. It's the Crusaders. <laughs> And I'm a graduate. I graduated when it was Crusaders, so it's stuck in my, uh, you know, in my brain. But you're right. It's the Riverhawks, and they lead Franklin Marshall 7 nothing, and trying to get to 2-0 and on the season. That's our out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Blaze, Alexander, Nissan. And off this time. Nope. Nye's going to roll to his left. Look, it's got a man wide open deep over the middle, but it's in and out of his hands and finished off by Teague Hoover, as that was intended for Weary. That's uh, Coach Roth. A couple miles down the road would like that play. That was a wing tee waggle. It's actually called uh, waggle at five, where they throw it to the man out of the backfield around, down the center of the field. We used to run this offense years, years ago. Um, well defended, though. Um, well, with that defense, second down and ten now for the Schmokin Indians, trailing 14 nothing. To the Seals Grove Seals, following the second touchdown, one coming from Brandon Hyo and also from Gavin Bastion. Seals Grove leading. This frost is going to go in motion. This is going to go to Max Madden off the right side, trying to get the edge. And Paradis in on the stop, 82, able to make the stop on the edge for the Seals Grove defense to set up a third down and long for the Smoking Indians. Another one of our favorites right there, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> nice play. It's funny, we, we gravitate over the years. Ryan and I gravitated towards Grant Fleetwood yeah. back in the day. Yeah. We called him yeah. the president. We thought that was a president's name. We'd maybe uh, keep an eye on Grant Fleetwood. We thought that would be, uh, you know, a, a future president's name. He was a good one for the Seals back in the day. But right now it's Garrett Perdice that we find ourselves enjoying how he's playing here for the Seals as he makes the stop on that last play. He's showing blitz here on the left side. Third down and long. Inside handoff, that's going to go to Weary. Nothing there, just blown up. That's Miller in on the stop along with Heil and also Rumberger on the stop for the Seals. Nothing doing on that inside handoff. Fourth down. That was, a, that was an inside counter crisscross play. Nothing happening on that one. So it's going to be a punting situation for the Shemokin Indians. Hockenbrock will drop back and will put this one away. Tucker T to... Had a punt return touchdown call back on the penalty. He'll drop back inside of his own 25, about the 24-yard line, waiting for the Hockenbrock punt. Boy, Shemokin's not in a hurry to set up here. As they look to the sideline again, waiting for the snap here, under five to go on the play clock, and finally get it away. Almost blocked. Brandon Hyle was held as he came through. Tucker Teets makes a catch at the 20. Makes a man miss at the 21. Cuts it back to the 30. Still going. 33-yard line. He's elusive as he takes it all the way to the 35-yard line. It was a holding. So what do you do, Steve? Got it all the way out here to about the 35-yard line on touch on Tucker Teets' run back. But also you got a holding. Are you going to make him punt it again? I, I, I would because that's still not exceptional field position. Send him back. To, I mean, again, that's. And, and we've seen what Tucker Teets has been able to do already. He does have a pump return touchdown call back, and he was able to shake three or four guys there on that and turned a, a good return. So, as you said, why not let him do it again? 
and see if he can't catch it cleanly. He's been explosive from the punt return chores as sophomore Tucker Teets, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to walk it back and make him punt it again and add this factor in, Steve, Brandon Heil. Because if you didn't hold him, he would have been on that one and possibly got the block. He has a knack, uses his speed and his length, so they're going to give him another opportunity as well. That's a spot foul, so that's 10 yards from the spot. So as you can see, look where the line of scrimmage was. Now they're punting. That's a 20, 20. Yeah, it's a 20, like a 21-yard penalty on that. So a lot of positives to get this one to punt away again. So Tucker Teets now standing almost at his 45-yard line. He's about the 43-yard line waiting for the Hockenbrock punt here. See where Brandon Howell lines up here. Oops, a low snap under his butt. Hockenbrock picks it up, and he misses the punt. And Spencer George is going to recover it at the nine-yard line for the Steelers Grove Seals. They are in business at the Shemokin nine-yard line. Hey, give Coach Hicks credit on that. He took the penalty versus declining it in the field position back here. Good job, Seals. And you, you talk about the enthusiasm. Rothamold just took the heavy, the biggest hit of the game during the celebration as Spencer George <laughs> sent him to the turf as they tried a chest bump, and Spencer George got the best of that, knocked him to the turf. Rothamold jumped up in celebration, and now he's going to go out and run the offense from his center position. Shemokin just called a timeout. So they have they have one left. There's a minute left in the in the quarter. One oh two to go here in in the quarter here for the Seals Grove Seals look to try to score here in the third quarter. A chance run down again. Some scores from last night. The updated score I talked about earlier was. That Susquehanna was leading with 10-19 to go in the third, 7-0 over FNM. And also, I'm able to go to the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app and able to get some updated scores. Waiting for, you go right to the top left corner, you hit high school scoreboard, and boy, what a convenient app this is on the Sunbury Broadcasting Looking at scores from last night, Mount Carmel beat Chickalimby 28-6. Mifflinburg beat Midwest 48-7. Lime Mountain lost to Middletown area 28-7. Troy beat Central Columbia, future opponent of Seals Grove, 35-7. Central Mountain, another opponent of Seals Grove, beat Bloomsburg 21-16. That's our Blaze Alexander Nissan out-of-town scoreboard. Seals Grove in business following the muff punt by the Schmokin Indians. Pastor, he's got a wide open man coming out of the backfield. That's all out. He makes the catch. That's a touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. Gets another touchdown. Pastor's second touchdown pass of his career. All outs first. As Seals Grove able to take advantage of the muffed snap to Hockerbrock. And the recovery by Spencer George in a play later, it's a touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals as Carter Young will come out and try to attempt this extra point for the Seals Grove Seals, trying to increase their lead to 21-0. Holds good, kick is up, plenty of distance, sails through, and it is good. Pat O'Brien called this in the in pregame. He said, we are going to get their 
Mark Pastor is going to throw for two touchdowns today. I think it may be maybe even more, but he did that in three quarters. Or did that. I say at least? At least. Okay, I said at least, at least. Maybe. All right, so he's going to still try to add to it. But boy, and think about all this has happened in front of us. You had a a penalty on what looked to be a kickoff or a punt return by Tucker Teets. You talked about composure, put it behind you. What's the growth look like? What's the leadership, senior leadership? Seals Grove took it down the field. Nate Allman with the big catch took it inside the five-yard line. Brandon Heil scores a touchdown. Defense does what they do. Come out, get a big stop on the, uh, the, the smoking offense. Able to get a big stop. Force a punting situation. Ball goes underneath. Hockerbrock. Spencer George jumps on top of it. Play later. Just like that. 21-0. Seals Grove lead with 55 seconds to go in the third. And they took... They overtook the adversity that they went to. That's what you were talking about, Pat. And this is this is a football team growing. Uh, this is this is good stuff here, folks. Good job by Seals Grove. A one-play, nine-yard drive covering just seven seconds as Althout makes a catch out of the backfield for the nine-yard reception. As we talked about, Pastor's second touchdown pass of. His career, the extra point good. Seals Grove leading 21-0. Ball hits the turf. Seador gets it. He gets hit immediately. That's Gavin Bastion making the stop at the 21-yard line. Seals Grove now leading 21-0 here in the third with just 50 seconds to go in the third period. There's a penalty flag on the field right along the 42-yard line. It looks like to be a... Either a block in the back, possibly. Well, as they talk about it, we're going to remind you that you have Penn State football, 3.30 today. The Nittany Lions can be heard on WKOK, WKOK.com, and also WK Alexa Skill, as they'll look to improve to 2-0 after Penn State got the big, big win a week ago over Wisconsin Again, Seals Grove did score on a one-play drive, covering nine yards, taking just seven seconds to put it in the end zone. All out with the touchdown reception. He had come out of the game. It looked like after a run, and look, he had re-aggravated something, but he's able to get there and get the touchdown catch. Seals Grove leading 21-0. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. And now Pastor on the day, 10 for 21, 220 yards and two touchdowns for the Seals Grove Seals. Maddie gets the call. Down to the outside. He's got some room. Nate Allman comes up, takes Open his feet out, and he's going to make the stop. And Open Steve, field tackle. Yep, and every coach will tell you, you take his feet out, he ain't going nowhere, and that's what <laughs> Nate Allman did there. Nice job, Nate. I think it was a one-yard gain. And if he would have gone a mano a mano, chest to chest, he might not have gotten the better end of that, but he got his feet and took him down. And, boy, what a job this defense has done against Max Madden, who – a year ago, had 89 yards, 96 yards, 199 yards, four touchdowns on 72 carries a year ago in three games against the Seals Grove defense. Not today. Nye drops back. Slant. Got it to Cedar. Makes a catch. Ball's in the air. It's going to be picked up by the Seals. Going up the left sideline is Rothamall. He's at the five. Knocked out of bounds about the three-yard line as Rothamall able to be the beneficiary of a big hit defensively, ball went up in the air, and robbed the ball. Award made the catch and took it from right to left, all the way inside the five-yard line. And before we talk any more about, there is right. a man down on the field for Shamoke. We're hoping he's able to bounce back up because he, he took a big he hit. He took a hit. He took a hit, and that was Cedar, I think. Yeah, it who was took number the hit on five. The first side. It's Cedar. He. 
Hope he's okay. So as they talk it or look over the injured player on the play, Next week, Seals Grove will be back home taking on the Berwick Bulldogs. Of course, you can hear all the action pregame, Eagle107, Eagle107.com. And then live action will be on Eagle107, Eagle107.com. And, of course, on our SBC Sports Live YouTube page. Got a lot of positives out of the video a week ago. Appreciate that. What a feature. Just giving you another way to be able to catch your beloved Seals Grove Seals on our YouTube channel. As If you're not familiar with it, you want to tune into it, we have our Tony comes out, he produces it. Here's off to the right of me doing his business here. We got three cameras, give you a bunch of different angles. So we appreciate. We're gonna have to get the whole team's name so we can let you know who they are, but doing a great job of giving you the video component along with uh, uh hooking up the audio. So uh the, the audio probably is the only downfall to the video. Seals Grove after the interception by Rothamall, and I would guess to say that's his first interception of his career. <laughs> he takes it to the two-yard line, and the coaching staff up here wanted nothing more to see Aaron Rothball, program guys, turn into a, be a great player playing center linebacker to score on that. He's unable to, but he's got to compose himself, and now he'll play center position as Pastor will look over the defense, trying to increase the 21 to nothing lead by the Seals Grove Seals to 28 under center. Long count, takes a snap, quick pitch, goes to Tucker Teets. Under a defender, to the goal line, touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. That's the end of the quarter. And with that play, that's the end of the third quarter. They will kick the extra point on this side before they flip it to the other side. So Seals Grove, just like that, go from 14-0 lead with 3.40 to go in the third and have reached out to a potential 28-0 lead as Carter Young will attempt the extra point off the Gavin Bastion snap. Nick Rice hold, and Carter Young boosts this one through. No. Off to the left on that. He hooked it, so no good. But that will end the third quarter. The teams will flip sides of the field as Seals Grove now leading the Shemokin Indians 27-0. We'll take a break, come back, and start the fourth quarter. This is Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram on Route 61 in Sunbury has always put the customer first. Because of the great support from all over the valley, Zimmerman's is well into their second century of serving their customers. Bob Zimmerman and his staff always do their best to break the stereotype. That pressured, uneasy feeling that you felt while buying your last vehicle doesn't exist at Zimmerman's. Zimmerman's is the full-service dealership you want. Okay, Anthony, we got a busy day again today. Let's get moving. Ma, I know. Orders for our famous Italian subs, our brosciutto paninis, and a ton of cannolis have to be made. Ma, I know. If you know, then you got to get moving. Our customers count on us to bring them our authentic Italian experience. I know, Ma. Our Lewisburg Deli brings a piece of Brooklyn to the valley. I got it, Ma. Don't worry about it. Well, if you got it, Anthony, then start working before I show you a piece of Brooklyn. I'm Noah from the Lewisburg Deli Contestant on Market Street in downtown Lewisburg. We're Mary Lynn, Anthony, and I will treat you like family to serve you our authentic Italian foods. Visit us at lewisburgdelicatessen.com and on our Facebook page. Eagle107.com Kemp Memorial Stadium getting ready to move into the fourth quarter following the Seals Grove touchdown. Another one play drive covering just two yards 
as Seals Grove's able to punch it in on a Tucker Teach two-yard touchdown run. The extra point by Carter Young was no good. So Seals Grove leading 27-0 to finish the third quarter. We move into the fourth quarter. Carter Young will punt this one away as Seals Grove defense pitching a shutout to this point. Pat, let's see if Shamo can adjust what they're doing a little bit. It's been a lot of power runs, inside, outside, uh, some three steps, some play action. They've got to open it up, that being down 27. Return goes be outside the 20-yard line to about the 25-yard line. Shemokin will take over there. First down and 10. Again, Seals Grove, one-play drive, covering two yards, taking two seconds. The extra point was no good. Seals Grove leading 27-0. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. So Shemokin will take over, trailing 27 nothing. They're at their own 25-yard line. A week ago, they scored 34 points against Central Mountain. So, again, talk about the kudos of this defense for the Seals Grove Seals because Brett and I didn't play in the first week, so you kind of kind of take that away right. when they only scored six points in that win against Lewisburg. Last week when he played, they scored 34 points in that loss. Today, they're being shut out, trailing 27 nothing as we move into the fourth quarter. Max Batty gets the call, trying to get to the edge. Bounces off the tackle, but then white shirts will get there. Cumber from behind, Teague Hoover. Also, Rumberger in on the stop. Max Maurer, the stop. After a, a pickup, a baby maybe one. a yard. Yeah, maybe they're putting it right down on the nope. 25. So back to the original nope. line of scrimmage. It'll be a second down and 10 for the Smoking Indians. Okay, look, again, let's let's look for the for the Indians to do a little play action. All the running they're doing, and it's not having any success, really. They've got to they've throw the ball down the field. They're down by a whole bunch of scores, and this clock's running. Well, against Lewisburg, they ran the ball 58 times for 288 yards. Not happening here tonight as Nye rolls to his right, being chased from behind. Gets rid of it over Weary's head on the pressure that time for the Seals Grove Seals defensively was Catherman, the defensive end, senior 5'10", 202 pounds, put a lot of pressure on Nye that time and, going off to the right. And I think it was just tipped away because Teague Hoover had, had his eyes on that thing. Uh, that, that ball was coming towards him and it was just tipped away. That could have been a pick six. There was a lot of white shirts, as you said, around. And it's good to see, as we said, Connor Grove. He doesn't have the cast on his hand anymore. He was playing very solid corner. But, boy, when you add in another hand, yeah. it makes you a little bit better. Yep. And he's a big athlete. Yeah. 6'2". Yep, and he'll be one-on-one with the receiver on the right side of this formation as Rumberger showing blitz. Weary going in motion. Nye rolling out to right. Throws it back. A screen to Frosch. Being chased from behind. Able to get away from that tackle. But finally going to be stopped by Paradis. And it was Ethan Miller trying to make the stop. All effort sure. from Miller. But he slowed him just enough to let Paradis make the stop after a close to a first down pickup. Nope, they're going to say short. Fourth down and one. They're going for this. They're going to rely on that they're rushing attack. See if they go to the fullback, Frosch, or do they go to Max Madden? Both of those guys struggling to get yardage here tonight. See what they do here. Ethan Miller lines up in the middle of that defense. Spencer George to the right and Catherman to the left up front. Heil switches from left to right on this play here. Blitz being shown. Now he got four guys down. Handoff goes to 
Nope. Weary, he's not going to get it. Looks like he mixed up in the backfield, and it's a stop turnover on Dallas, and the Seals grows. Seals defense comes up large. I think Frosch went the wrong way. It looked like it, definitely it, a mix-up there. I think he went the wrong way. And, and the it way looks he, like he's, yeah. yeah he's hanging exactly. his head He's hanging there. his head. It looks like he made a mistake. And that kid doesn't come off the field. My goodness. You know, again, great play by the Seals defense. They brought that fourth guy up on that line of scrimmage. And like I said, looked like a mix-up on there. He went the wrong way, which would have been the lead block that time for Weary. But Seals Grove blows it up, gets the ball over on downs, has it at the Shemokin 33-yard line, 10 of 9. They're leading 27-0 over the Shemokin Indians, trying to get the first win of the season. Two wide receivers split to the left. Connor Grove split to the right. Man coverage. Pastor shotgun formation, waiting for the snap, low snap, picks it up off the turf. Going to take off and run with it. Nope, now he's going to look to throw under throws. Looking for Amit coming here to the near side. Jen Amit is as disappointed as anybody. She wanted to see her son make a catch on the sideline. Yeah, well, there were three receivers open on that play. I, I don't think Mark was able to see them downfield. Bobbled the snap a little bit. I think it messed up, his obviously, his timing. But he's got to keep his eyes downfield. You, you see what he, you see that Patty. He, he was looking at the pass rush versus the people downfield. But you learn from that. As he'll come out and live another down here on second down and ten. Seals Grove leading twenty-seven nothing. They have it at the Shemokin thirty-three yard line. Pastor under center. Long count. Takes the snap. Going to give it to the deep man Heil. Looking for a block from Ethan Miller. Nothing there. He's going to go down. Maybe back to the original line of scrimmage, coming off the bottom of the pile that time, making the stop number six. That's Knowledge Artist Jones, the 5'9 junior, making the stop on Ohio on the play defensively for the Indians. Indians are still playing hard on defense. They really are. They're, they're, they're essentially taking away the running game from Seals Grove. The difference is first week, since the first week, it's the first time we've opened the ball up by formation and throwing the football. So keep it going. This is a defense that gave up 245 yards on the ground a week ago to the Schmokin Indians, so definitely a much better performance defensively for the Seals. Got a guys moving up front. Now it's a matter of who the call was or who it will be on. Remember, stick around after the game. We will have our Eagle 107 as that penalty will go against Smoking Indians. We'll have our Eagle 107 post-game show for you. We'll give you the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We'll get you updated on scores around the Valley on our Blaze Alexander Nissan out-of-town scoreboard. And we'll keep an eye on the Blaze Alexander Ford built for tough game of the week as we just thrown in a bunch of different games here. We're talking about the Susquehanna Riverhawks game against F&M. We're calling it that their built for tough game of the week. This is going to go eat the Millers. Got room into the secondary. Still going to finally slam to the turf by Hockenbrock, but it'll be a first down pickup as Ethan Miller makes the most from his full back position. He pops up after the big hit from Hockenbrock. First down for the Seals Grove Seals. If he doesn't trip up, he's in the end zone. It looks like he just someone just got the, his ankles going getting through there and it tripped him up a bit, or he's in the end zone. Trying to get his first touchdown of his career for the Seals on the run there. He'll stay in at the fullback. Heil behind him in his eye formation. Ahmed splits to the right, one-on-one with the defender there. Pass tour under center. Takes the snap. Give it to Ethan Miller again. Try to pop it to the outside. And he's going to be caught and taken down as he 
short of the 10-yard line on the stop. Corey Adams, the 5'8 junior, able to get Miller down and take him to the turf. Going to pick up a few there. It'll be a second down play here. We're calling about a second down and maybe six. Six. Eight minutes to go here in the ballgame. Seals Grove leading 27-0 over the Indians. Pastor is going to get the call from the sideline. This game got moved from last night to today, so you wonder about uh, the rhythm and how your work week went. Seals Grove getting the most of it as they're leading here 27-0 over the Schmokin Indians. I formation behind Pastor, letting the play clock run down under five. Gets the snap. Gives it to Tucker Teets. Bounces off a tackle in the backfield. He's inside the five, down yes. close to the three-yard line for the Seals. Grove Seals will have it first down first and, goal. and goal to go after the Tucker Teets run. Good job once again by that offensive line. Able to spring Tucker Teets for the first down. You notice the big number 65 is, ah, he's coming back. He, he had to take a breather. He was off the field for a few. They're, Seals offensive line's taking it to Shemokin. First and goal. First and goal for the Seals as they're trying to get back to back to back touchdowns to try to increase their lead here. Leading 27 to nothing over the Schmokin Indians as Pastor again letting the play clock run. He'll probably go all the way. It's under five. Nope, he's going to take it with 10 seconds. Give it to Rumberger. Strap the middle. Uses some strength. Inside the two. Down close to the one-yard line goes fullback Corey Rumberger. Again, a nice push up front by that Seals Grove offensive line, especially up front by senior Aaron Rothamal. And Seals Grove in business at the one-yard line, second down goal to go. Pat, we're in the, we're in the clock-bleeding phase right now. They're really using up the clock very well. 6.36 and counting. Uh, terrific job by Seals Grove. I know you want the play clock to run, but sometimes you don't want the offensive line to sit in their stance for too long. You need to get guys flinching up there, see if they do a quick snap here. Pastor under center. Long count, though, letting the clock run under 10. He's going to try to keep it off to the left, stretch it to the goal line. No call yet. He'll be short of a first down as Pastor trying to get his first rushing touchdown of his career, unable to as number 65 again involved in the middle of the stop for the Schmokin Indians. Seals Grove looking to put four touchdowns on the board here in the second half. They let 7 nothing at halftime. They got a one-yard touchdown run by Brandon Heil. They got a nine-yard touchdown reception by Logan Olfout. Then a two-yard touchdown run by Tucker Teets to push the lead out to 27 nothing. They're looking to add to it here. Third down, goal to go inside the one-yard line for the Seals Grove Seals. See what Pastor does here. He's sending Bastion to the right. Almond to the left, eye formation, Tucker Teets, the deep man in the eye. Going to go to Teets on the pitch. Underneath a good block by Rumberger, into the end zone. Touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. Good kickout block that time yeah, by Rumberger, 26 yes, to fullback. Was. Tucker Teets, that's what you talk about, being a runner or being a running back. And he's a running back. He's able to sneak in behind that. He just read and take it perfectly. It the he read it perfectly. 26, great kickout block. Really? Really looking good on all cylinders right now, Pat. As Tucker Teets gets his third rushing touchdown of the season, his second of the day for the Seals Grove Seals. Good hold as Carter will kick this one through. No good then. Off to the right. So don't like when that's happening when you're scoring touchdowns and you don't get the extra point because you do feel kind of a deflated feeling. 
But Seals Grove taking advantage of their offensive prowess, able to take it in for another score. They lead 33-0 over the Shemokin Indians. Seals Grove's best output scoring-wise since week one of the 2020 season when they put 42 up on the Milton Black Panthers. I just said to the coaches a couple minutes ago, they re- this team needed this. You know, it goes without saying, you know, big game, big. But there's so many good things that happened that they hadn't been doing. Overcoming some adversity, we talked about that. But th- there, your point on the uh, the ball in the red zone, long counts. We didn't have one procedure penalty in, what, five, six plays there? Mm-hmm. And that's tough for an offensive lineman with a long count, knowing that, you got to sit there in your stance that long. There's a lot of little things that are that are uh, that are happening. That I, I give them a lot of credit. They could have come in here playing on a Saturday, different. Their week was different, uh, but they knew they had to throw the ball to score. They had to keep the chains moving, which they really haven't done probably in a year. Um, I can remember Coach Hess talking about that a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, and they, they have today. This is just a terrific game. The kicking game's been spot on. Um, I, I don't know how many penalties the Seals have, but it hasn't been many. Three, our stat man. Yeah, it was two at halftime, so it hasn't been many more so, since then. I mean, good things happening here, and this is, this is really good for confidence. And so Seals Grove, their most sustained drive of nine plays today covering four minutes and 17 seconds the extra point no good following the one yard touchdown run for tucker teats seals grove increased their lead 33 nothing muff on the return here but picked off the turf by the smoking indians off the right side that time carrying at number six that's knowledge artist jones tackled on the far side but again a nine play drive covering 33 yards took four minutes and 17 seconds tucker teats gets his third rushing touchdown of the season his second today the extra point no good but seals grove increased their lead to 33 nothing that's the seals grove forward drive summary now it's all about pitching a shutout you don't want to give up anything here you want to keep guys on air keep you don't want to have any drop off if you decide to bring a couple guys in i do see a couple new numbers in there 64 is taking the field that's elijah easton he's a junior 6'1 236 pounds he will man the middle of that sealens grove defense but you don't want to drop off you want to pitch a shutout here as they lead 33 nothing over the smoking indians can't say enough smoke has scored 34 points a week ago. Quick throw out here. Hit it out of the tenant receiver's hands. That was number 21 they were going for, and that's Wisdom Artist Jones unable to make the connection. How many white shirts were there? They were there that, ready. That was, that was, a, that was a, a quick throw. Catch obviously wasn't, wasn't caught, but again, six white jerseys there right now. The speed of this defense, knowing what the, here comes Teague Hoover. Teague Hoover coming to the sideline, so 27 will check in and play it for him, and that's... Looks like an equipment deal. Gusumiara. I have to check on the pronunciation of the name there, but he checks in, number 27, and he's now coming back to the sideline here, so some confusion there as he'll come to the sideline. So now they're going to put in number five, and, of course, that'll be Bastion. So guys going in and out. Jess Maria was the one who was going to check in for, but it ends up being Gavin Bastion, who now played the safety position as a shotgun for Nye. Drops back, looking, looking to the right, under heavy pressure, and that's going to be Stephen Miller. It's Miller time, as Stephen <laughs> Miller comes in and makes the big play. 
Kate comes in. Yep, no doubt about her on that one as he came in and able to make the stop. A third of the big loss on the play and add another sack to the total as Teague Hoover, good to see, he jogs right back out on the field. Yeah, I think I think it was an equipment issue that he had. And just as Samara, Jesse Samara was able to come out on the field, and then he came back out. But as it all ends up, Teague Hoover back in there. Big sack on the play, third down and long. Handoff goes to Max Madden off the right side, runs into a blocker, and then finally stopped at the 31, maybe the 30-yard line, trying to get a number. Is that number 12 in on the stop? Want to make sure we get all names in there, and that's Luke Smith. He's a sophomore, 5'8", 155 pounds, able to help make the stop on the Seals' defensive side. Fourth down and 11 in a punny situation as Hockerbrock will drop back. Last time he was in a punny situation, it went underneath his legs where Spencer George was able to jump on top of it. See what happens on the exchange between snapper and punter as Tucker Teams will drop back, standing at his own 40-yard line. Seals' Grove leading 33-0, 355 and counting to go in the ballgame. Seals Grove looking to prove to what and two with a big matchup next week against the Berwick Bulldogs. Good high punt going away for Tucker Teets. He's going to take it off the the turf at the 31. Reverses his field, going back the other way. He's between the hash. Makes a man miss. Dragging defenders to midfield before he's finally stopped there. Hit on the stop that time for the Schmokin Indians number seven, and that's Mumford, the 5'8 junior. But good field position. We've got new numbers coming out. And whenever that happens, we want to let you know, everybody that's checking into the game, because we know people are listening or watching it on video, and we're going to see number 50 into the game. And Cale Bastion, number nine, will come in and play the quarterback position, filling in for Mark Pastor, who had his career night and his young career for the Seals Grove Seals here at Kent Memorial Stadium. A night, an afternoon, excuse me, he'll remember for a long time, helping the Seals Grove Seals get their first win of the season. Kale Bastion under center, takes the step. Going to give it to the deep man. Going off to the left, got some room, got some quickness that time. Jessa Maria able to get into Schmokin territory, down to the 42-yard line, eight-yard pickup for the first carry. That time for... Justice Amara, or Maria, excuse me, as he picks up, we're going to say eight, maybe seven, maybe a second down and three. Looks like a whole new offensive line as well. Um, I know there's a couple numbers that have been out there, but I'm seeing some new ones. Yeah, Ethan Kelly checks in. He's a senior, six foot, 198 pounds. Kyle Kelly's son. Love the Kelly family. Known Kyle for a long time. Appreciate, man, somebody that does a lot for the the local community, a lot of the younger programs. Nobody does it better than Kyle Kelly, so... It's good to see his son jump out there, number 65, playing the right tackle position. Let's run down some other guys. you got number 22, Holtz Apple. He's got the lone fumble recovery on the season for the Seals Grove Seals. Also number 24, that's Reese Feldman, Jr., 5'8", 137 pounds, lining up at the right receiver's position. Number 70, Vaughn Phelps. 6'1", 235, will line up at the tackle position. See number 50 in there. That's T.J. Deal getting into the game. Sophomore, 5'11", 220 pounds. Know the Deal family very well. Had the fortune to coach Liz Deal in basketball. What a great, great family. Great athlete, Lizzie Deal. Hope she's doing well. She's off the college at Bloom. So what a great athlete she was for the Seals Grove Seals in her four-year career. Now her son, or excuse me, her younger brother, T.J. Deal, get an opportunity to play here at Cap Memorial Stadium. Good play defensively that time, but a short of a first down maybe. Yeah, got some good yardage off the right side that time, but 
Coach, be short of a first down. Coach Ferraro just told him what I was going to say. Put your foot in the ground and go. Don't stop. The defense is pursuing you. Don't stop. That's stuff you, you learn as you play. But Coach Ferraro was right in his ear. Finelli is into the game, number 73, Austin. Junior, 6'1", 233 pounds. Split far to the left, number 7, that's Nick Rice. Seals Grove leading 33-0 with 2.40 to go here in the ballgame. Pitch is going to go over the head of the deep man as Cale Bastion runs back there, but they're going to be picked up by Jessa Maria, and he's going to be knocked down. So a mishap on the pitch. That way it will drive the ball all the way back inside of the Seals Grove own 40-yard line down to the 37-yard line. So it's going to be a punny situation. With a whole bunch of new numbers. New numbers in there. See, even on the punt team here, it will try to get you all guys are going to check in here. Because as my dad, my late dad had always said, to be as enthused no matter what part of the game it is, because you got people in the game, that family, grandparents, all are listening here and their kids able to get into the game late in the ball game. Make sure you're as enthused about them getting in the game as you are in the first play. So, Dad, here's to you up there, buddy. I'm as enthusiastic now as I've been at the opening snap for the Seals Grove Seals. As again, we see a lot of new numbers in there. 81's checked in the game. We have a timeout on the field. I think they only had 10 people on the field. So this is a good opportunity. As you said, Steve, a lot of new numbers in there, but uh, they're getting an opportunity, and they've got to be coached up as Derek Hicks is out there talking to them. Guys, hey, we can't have this. I don't care where we are in the game. You look for an opportunity to get in the ball game. you got to be right. on top of things. Yeah. See, 81's coming into the game on the punt team here. Of course, that's Ryan Gavisett, his sophomore, 5'7", 135 pounds. Carter Young will punt this one away. Cale Bastion will be the up man. Also, you see Caleb Hicks. He'll be on the right side of this formation, as I'm sure Coach Hicks went out and let him know, hey, hey guys, you got to have the right personnel. Fourth down and forever for the Seals Grove Seals, but... They're going to get their first win of the season in impressive fashion, and they're going to shut out what you would appear to be a shutout against the Shemokin Indians. They lead 33-0. Stick around after the game. We'll bring you the Eagle 107 postgame show for you. Get the stats, analysis, updated scores, and a lot more. Good punt by Young. Go away from the return, man. He get a good bounce inside the 25. Still rolling. And finally going to be spotted down by Gavison as Schmokin Indians will take over at their own 22-yard line. You said you talked to the coach about it. I mean, from a coach's standpoint, you know, you're, you're professing. Guys, we've got to stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. Well, it's like cashing that check when you finally right. have worked that two weeks and you finally get that paycheck. Tonight, the Seals Grove Seals were able to cash that check 33 nothing. would appear to be a 33 nothing win over the Shemokin Indians. Well, there's still a minute 40 left, but it looks like Shemokin's doing the same thing that Seals Grove did with their young guys playing. Um, and, and, yes, they, they practice hard. You know, this again, mark of a good football team. And Seals Grove is a good football team. You just said this. The record will go to one and two, but that two is a little bit misleading, especially seeing what's happening in District Four. You know, Jersey Shore beating Montoursville, and that was a nine-seven uh, game last week. Uh, a lot of things. Pottsville's a good program. Uh, this was a big win for the Seals in many ways. Deep man gets the call this time for Shemokin off the right side. The backup quarterback that's come into the game is Latchaw. It's a 5'7 sophomore. He hands it off to the deep man. It's knowledge artist Jones. Not much off the right side. Well, they're going to give him about six maybe. So second and four. Again, seeing a lot of 
New faces in. I see number 59, Aiden Lewis, a sophomore. Nick Rice split as a corner on the right side. Feldman off to the left. The safety, number 24, Eisenhardt. That's Jonathan Eisenhardt, the junior, 5'9", 140 pounds. Number 23 into the ballgame, that's Ty Ritter, junior, 5'8", 155 pounds. They continue to try to run down. New numbers in there. And like you said, these guys work hard. They want to get out there and get an experience playing uh, the varsity game. And they are getting that here as a keeper this time off the right side for a quarterback. And he slammed to the turf, 23. Ty Ritter able to get there. And also, let me see if that's that 59. Yeah, let's give credit. 59. That's Lewis. And on the stop. 15. 15 was involved in there. It's Isaac Botts, the junior, 5'10", 145 pounds. Under 30 to go in this one. Seals Grove's going to get the win here against the Shemokin Indians in impressive fashion. They had to wait an extra day, but no impact here. Seals Grove's had a lot of success. This will be their ninth out of the last ten times they played at Kemp Memorial Stadium. They've come away with a win. They'll do it again here. We've seen a lot of great games here over the years. But Seals Grove beat Allentown Central Catholic back in 2009. Remember that one. Woo, that was a great one here, one of the best games ever. Seals Grove, one of the best games we ever saw in a loss, but to Bethlehem Catholic when they lost 33-32. Logan Livey, quarterback that time. But with that play, that's going to end the game as the Seals Grove Seals come away with the win over the Smoking Indians, winning this one 33 to nothing. We're going to step aside, come back. We'll have the Eagle Water 7 postgame show for you as the Seals Grove Seals able to explode in the second half after leading just 7 nothing at halftime as they did a week ago. But, boy, the offense got on track. They were able to get great field position, and they cashed in the win here to prove to 1-2. and two. Let's take a break, come back, and listen to Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle Water 7 at eaglewater7.com. Hello. Um, is this the pizza shop? Yeah, that's right. What do you want? I would like to order a pizza for delivery. Well, stop flapping your jaw. Tell me what you want there, cupcake? Cupcake? No, I, I want pizza. Yeah, I got that. But you're wasting my time with all this nonsense instead of giving me your order. Want a more pleasant experience when you're hungry? Well, Bella's Pizza and Sealands Grove will treat you like family. Call or stop in before or after the game. At Bella's, your hometown pizza shop, enjoy delicious handmade pizza, subs, wings, and more. Open seven days a week for pickup, dine-in, or delivery. Call 570-374-2900. Bella's Pizza, 29 South Market Street in Sealands Grove. Like them on Facebook. Seals Grove Ford, your number one certified pre-owned Ford dealer in Central PA, is a proud supporter of all Seals Grove students and athletes. A Seals Grove Ford certified car. It's not just another car, it's Ford certified and backed by the best warranty in the business. So if you're looking for confidence, great value, and peace of mind on your next pre-owned car, Seals Grove Ford is the place to go. See their inventory at SealsGroveFord.com. At the bridge in Seals Grove, home of Mr. Sharpie and Sharp Pencil Deals. Go Seals! Are you looking for a job? Join a team with over 40 years of experience. Truck and Trailer Sales of Seals Grove, the largest tractor-trailer dealership in the region, has immediate openings for truck drivers for commercial trucks. A CDL is a must, or they will train the right person. Please apply in person at Truck and Trailer Sales, 1273 South Market Street, Seals Grove, or call 570-374-1114. Make your decision an excellent choice. In an average lifetime, we have 7 to 10 major events. We buy our first car, rent or buy our first home, get married, start a business, have children, a child starts driving. 
and we retire. But life is not always average or predictable. For all of life's events, common or exceptional, Sholly Insurance Agency is here to help. Family owned and operated in Lewisburg, Sholly Insurance Agency offers coverage for your home, auto, life, business, and employee benefits through best-in-class carriers like Grange Insurance. Sholly Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at sholleyagency.com. Eagle 107. It's time for the Seals Postgame Show. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Steve Briggs. Welcome to the Eagle 107 postgame show here from Kemp Memorial Stadium as the Seals Grove Seals win their ninth out of ten tries here at Kemp Memorial Stadium as they beat the Schmokin' Indians 33 to nothing. And this is how it all happened. As Seals would get on the board first on a 58-yard touchdown pass and reception going from sophomore Mark Pastor to Gavin Bastion, that came with 9.33 to go in the first quarter. It was a three-play drive covering 59 yards. Took 52 seconds, the extra point good, and Seals Grove led 7-0. That would be the first passing touchdown of Pastor's career and the first receiving touchdown by Bastion. So a lot of firsts here today for the Seals Grove Seals. That would be the score at the end of the first half. Seals Grove had a 7-0 lead a week ago. They did the same here tonight as they went into halftime, leading 7-0. But then the Seals Grove Seals would get on the board again with 3.40 to go in the third as Heil got his first rushing touchdown of the season as he went from one yard out. They came with 3.40 to go in the third period, completing a five-play, 60-yard drive, taking two minutes and 38 seconds. Their Carter Young extra point good, and Seals Grove led 14 to nothing at that point. Seals Grove get on the board again on the nine-yard touchdown reception by Logan Althout on his first career touchdown reception. They came with 55 seconds to go in the third, a one-play drive covering nine yards, took seven seconds. The extra point good. Seals Grove led at that point 21 to nothing. Seals Grove will get on the board again, a two-yard touchdown run by Tucker Teat, his first of the day, his second in his career. That took just two with just two seconds to go in the third period. That was another one-play drive covering two yards, took two seconds. The extra point, no good, but Seals Grove led at that point 27 to nothing. We would go to the third quarter with Seals Grove leading 27 nothing over the Schmokin' Indians as Tucker Teets would get his second rushing touchdown of the day, his third in his career, third on the season, from one yard out with 5.26 to go in the fourth quarter. That was the longest, most sustained drive. Not the longest necessary, but the most sustained drive on a nine-play drive covering four minutes and 17 seconds. Only went from 33 yards out. The extra point, no good. Back-to-back, no good on extra point tries. So you're always looking for something to improve on, and that's something Seals will take a look at in the off during the week to try to improve on. But Seals drove well in hand as they able to beat the Schmokin Indians 33 nothing. To improve to one and two, Seals Grove will take on Berwick at home at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field as the Schmokin Indians fall to one and two, and they'll take on Nanticoke next week. Seals Grove wins this one 33 nothing. It's exactly what the doctor ordered. When you know that these kids are working so hard, and it's nice to cash it in with a game, not only a win, but a very convincing win for the Seals. Many, many positives. 
many positives. The big thing is the consistency on offense. We talked about at halftime they need to sustain drives and and keep things going. And boom, right right down the field, the whole basically the entire second half, taking advantage of some mistakes mm-hmm. and and uh, things that Shemokin did. But that's part of the game. This was this was. Really a, a stepping up point for Sealands Grove, I think, on the season. With a lot of good young guys making plays. Certainly Mark Pastor being uh, the, the front runner on that. So really uh, a terrific game from start to finish. Um, and, and they got to build on it because you just said Berwick's coming to town next Friday night. And one thing you you know that you just said, and I want to build on, is taking advantage of opportunities. Right. I mean, any good program does that. I don't care where you're going to give me the ball, where, but once I have it, and once I've recovered the the snap or whatever the case may be, what do I do with it? This is something they were unable to do a year ago in a a season that they struggled to a four and four. But tonight they did, or this afternoon they did take care of that. They they are able to take advantage, and not only take advantage of it, but strike quickly on one play drives after getting the the interception or the fumble or whatever it might have been or, or the big play, whatever it might have been, they're able to cash in right away, not having to exp- to use a lot of effort necessarily by having to go on 10-play drives. Took advantage of that and able to, to take a 7 nothing lead and quickly advance it to 27 nothing at the end of the third quarter. So that's also a sign of growth. Let's not only get it, but then let's cash it in because the defense has worked hard, give us opportunities. But that's, again, a growth element to see you take advantage of opportunities. You, you've heard it many times. Let's go for the juggler. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did tonight, today. Um, and for, we can't we can't not mention the kicking game. I think the punting game has, has been outstanding since, since week one. I think outside of one, the, the long snaps uh, in the kick game, we're, we're almost flawless today. I think one, one kind of got back there uh, kind of in a tough way. But um, the, the, that, that's all part of the game. And, and as we're going to talk about, um, certainly the miscues that Shemokin had in the kicking game that the Seals took advantage of. So big part, uh, three phases, offense, defense, special teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, the Seals won all three phases of the game going away today. Yep. Um, which which was a great effort. Seals Grove wins this one as we're bringing you the Eagle 107 post game. Seals Grove wins this one 33 nothing over the Smoking Indians, and we walk right into the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And Steve, off the air, you set it up perfectly. What the breakdown was: Seals Grove had just uh, punted the ball mm-hmm. or got a, got the punt, and and. Tucker Teets had run it back to the 35-yard line, but there was a holding call on Brandon Heil, so the question kept, you know, comes up very quickly. Do you take the penalty and drive them back? It's a spot foul, as you mentioned during the call. Spot foul, so not only is it a, it ended up being a 20-yard walk-off, right. so made the decision much easier, and they did. They took the penalty and made Shemokin snap it again and again. Brandon Heil gets so close on every punt, so any every opportunity you have him to get there, well, they had to hold him to keep him from blocking the punt. So when they did take the penalty, it drove Shemokin back. Unfortunately for Shemokin, the snap went between or underneath Hockenbrock's legs, and Spencer George slid down, made the recovery, and then we ended up cashing it in for the touchdown there. So the Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, all of that, which led to a quick touchdown and the Spencer George recovery of the snafu on the exchange between long snapper and punter ends up being 
the Smoke and Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Smoke and Dam Health Center offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 743-4333 for an appointment. That's your Smoke and Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Let's take a break. Come back. We'll continue with the postgame show, the Eagle 107 postgame show with the stat rundown of this one. As the Seals Grove Seals get to one and two on the season, beating the Shemokin Indians 33 to nothing. This is Seals Grove. Football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. There is so much family fun at Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm, like the 50 huge outdoor games right here on the lawn. Yes, I know. Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm has hundreds of pumpkins in the pumpkin patch, too. Oh, there you are at the corn cannon. Oh, I bet the pumpkin chunk and giant slingshot's next. You have to aim this just right. Oh, stop running. You're going to get... Everybody. Lost in the maze. Just going on a hayride alone. Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm, Mexico Road, Milton, and Cole'sStonyHill.com. Corn maze will be open September 17th through November 7th. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health. When you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Kemp Memorial Stadium. Pat O'Brien along with Steve Briggs. Our stat man, Zach Showers, Rick Erdman running things back at the studio. Somehow, somebody making a sound okay on the air. We appreciate that. We know it's a tough task, Rick. We, we appreciate your work back in the studio. And also appreciate Rob Center, one of the big parts of getting us, Kevin Herr. And also, of course, Roger Haddon, who who ventured into this years ago, back in 2009. He said, why not follow the Seals Grove Seals? And and what a uh, decision that was. Uh, we gave him a state championship on the air back in 2009 and some great, great uh, football over the years. And, and today, added into the, the legacy of what Eagle Auto 7 has been able to cover over the years with a 33-0 win over the Shemokin Indians again. Seals Grove has now won nine of the last, last ten times they played at Kent Memorial Stadium. I would say they've... Uh, they enjoy the confines here, and uh, Mark Pastor is going to add to his uh, enjoyment of Kent Memorial Stadium as well. He grew up today, Pat. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he really did, and and he, again, a few little things uh, that I'm sure the coaches are going to jump on him for, but, um, you know, as a sophomore and then executing like he did, um, running the offense, you know, certainly. And I, and I think that was probably outside of the win, the biggest thing we you know we're talking about the offense we haven't done that in quite some time um and and that that's that's critical as as the seals move forward led by mark pastor and talking about uh, the offense and uh, take a look at the stats given to me by our stat man zach showers as we continue with the eagle 107 post game show seals grove winning this one 33 nothing they improved to one and two on the season next week They'll take on the Berwick Bulldog at home. First down, Seals Grove, nine first downs, smoking just 5-0 in the second half. So another feather in the cap for the Seals Grove Seals defensively when you don't give up a first down the entire second half against the Smoking Indian team. Again, I can't say it enough. They scored 34 points and could have won the game a week ago against the Central Mountain when they tried to go for two. So, again, to shut out this 
Smoking Indian team. That's impressive. Max Madden had run all over him in the last three games they played, including 199 yards a year ago the last time they saw him. So, again, the Seals Grove defense comes up big, shutting down the Shemokin rushing game to just three yards. Seals Grove 40 yards from the rushing department. In the passing department, Seals Grove ended up with 220 yards through the air. Shemokin Indians just 89. So total yards, the most Seals Grove has put out on the season, going for 260 yards, holding the Shemokin Indians under 100 yards at 92 yards total offense. Passing department or penalty department much better for the Seals. Four penalties, 36 yards. Shemokin. Unfortunately, eight penalties for 65 yards. Another big part of this, too, when you're talking about the team, this offense trying to grow right in front of our eyes. No turnovers on the day. Smoking end up having an interception and a fumble on the day. So that's another big positive for this. You talk about trying to reduce penalties. They did that today. Right. No turnovers. You reduce right. that. Trying to improve the flow of this game, and that's what they saw here today. And I think uh, another stat that I think is very important, especially as the season goes, I think they're relatively healthy. I didn't see, I know a couple of smoking guys went off. Uh, I don't see, I didn't see that happen on Seals Grove. I think Othart, Othout uh, is still not 100%. He played and then came off the field, but I think he got back in. And he's a key cog to the for the defense as well as playing fullback. I think he's playing more defense right now because of Miller at fullback. But um, going, to, going down the stretch, because we my goodness, there's still some big games ahead of uh, the Seals, including next week uh, with, with the Berwick Bulldogs and Coach DeFrancesco. Can't wait to see him. <laughs> um, but um, that's going to be key, along with these young guys growing up. So big win today in all facets and uh, fun to watch, and it's fun to watch them have fun and, and enjoy. And mm-hmm. we've said it a couple times, the enthusiasm, the enthusiasm meter um, and where that goes. But um, coaching staff, terrific job. I think they made some nice decisions during the game. Um, and I always look at that, not to be critical of them, but I think that's that's part of it Being as analysis, well. analysis, sure. Um, and... and uh, just really good place to be uh, right now. And, and you talk about that enthusiasm. It, it's often easy to recognize what your character is or what people think of you, what your integrity is. When Aaron Rothman made that interception, mm-hmm. this whole sideline was going berserk. <laughs> the coaches up here, they wanted nothing more than to see him take that in for a score. And when he got knocked out of bounds, it was like an overriding, ah. So that tells me this is a program guy who's gone through, he's played special teams, done a lot of different things. Now he's playing center, he's playing linebacker. Aaron Rothmull made that interception, and just to see how everyone was reacting, it wasn't it going to be a decision, it wasn't going to be a factor in the win or loss in this game. They just wanted to see a kid that they know works so hard to be able to get in the end zone. But he was fortunate. Big hit, which I didn't see who made the hit on that on the far side. Ball popped up, and Aaron Rothermel was able to make the interception and take it inside the 10-yard line. But, again, just speaks volume of the type of kid he is and what the program feels about him. Looking at individual numbers, first for the Schmokin Indians, as Nye ended up 7 for 16, only 89 yards, and did throw an interception. Receiving department, Cedar, three catches for 37 yards. He led the way for the Schmokin Indians. 
the rushing department. Max Madden led the way with just 25 yards on 13 carries. Again, kudos to this defense and what they've been able to do. Max Madden has been a hindrance to the Seals Grove defense, but he comes up with just 25 yards of rushing for the Shemokin Indians. For the Seals Grove Seals, Looking in the rushing department, Teets ends up with two touchdowns, but only had 14 yards on eight carries. Matched by Brandon Heil, eight carries, 14 yards, and a touchdown. So between the dynamic duo of Teets and Heil, they did get three touchdowns on the day. Ethan Miller ran the ball four times for 19 yards. Mark? Pastor had his best of his career, 10 for 22, 220 yards, two touchdowns for the sophomore quarterback. His main target again today was the senior, Ryan Ahmed, had five catches for 96 yards. Gavin Bastian, two catches, 77 yards, and had the 58-yard touchdown reception for the Seals Grove Seals that got the scoring started for the Seals here today. Again, Seals Grove wins this one 33 nothing to approve to 1-2. Schmokin falls to 1-2. Next week, you can catch us on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Starts with Seals game day with me, Pat O'Brien, Steve Briggs, starting at 6. The Derek Hicks pregame show with Zach Schauer, 6.30, followed by the kickoff at 7 as the Seals Grove Seals will host the Berwick Bulldogs. Remember, on Eagle 107, you can hear live play-by-play action of the Philadelphia Eagles. That's Eagle football on Eagle 107. Well, that wraps up the Eagle 107 postgame show. Again, a victory for the Seals Grove Seals as they beat the Schmokin Indians 33-0. For our stat guy, Zach Showers, our producer, producer Rick Erdman, and for our video guys, Tony, Jesse, and Max as well, giving it to you on our YouTube channel on SBC Sports Live. You can catch that every week as well. Steve Briggs. This is Pat O'Brien. Thanks for listening, and join us next week as we'll bring you Seals Grow Seals football on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, on the SBC Sports Live YouTube channel.